You know what it is. Black News Unfiltered. Coming in hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetically black. The black news stories that you need to hear. This is Black News Unfiltered with Bob Edwards. This is factual and historical information and a part of American black history that I personally have lived through during the civil rights era of the 1960s and is hardly ever mentioned accurately, truthfully, or if even mentioned at all in American history curriculums. On September 15, 1966, the Black Panther Party was founded. It was a black political organization originally known as the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. Let me repeat that. It was called the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. The Black Panther Party originated in Oakland, California, by founders Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seale. The original six members of the Black Panthers included Elbert Big Man, Howard, Sherwin Fort, Reggie Fort, Little Bobby Hutton, and Newton and Seale. They adopted the Black Panther symbol from an independent political party established by black residents of Lowndes County, Alabama. The Panthers also supported the Black Power Movement, which stressed racial dignity and self-reliance. The Black Panther Party established armed patrols in black communities to monitor police activities and protect the residents from extreme police brutality. The Black Panther Party combined elements of socialism and black nationalism. It promoted the development of strong black-controlled institutions, calling for blacks to work together to protect their rights and to improve their economic and social conditions. The Panthers also emphasized class unity, criticizing the black middle class for acting against the interests of other, less fortunate blacks. The Panthers welcomed alliances with white activists, such as the Students for a Democratic Society, SDS, and later the Weathermen, because the Panthers believed that all revolutionaries who wanted to change U.S. society should unite across racial lines. The Black Panther Party grew throughout the late 1960s, and eventually it had chapters nationwide. As racial tension increased around the country, the Federal Bureau of Investigation falsely blamed the Black Panther Party for riots and other incidents of violence. J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI launched a deliberate sabotage and espionage program called COINTELPRO, which is short for counterintelligence program that was designed to disrupt and destroy any efforts to unify black militant and non-militant groups, such as the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, also known as SNCC, the Black Panther Party, and Dr. Martin Luther King's Southern Christian Leadership Conference, known as SCLC. In December 1969, two esteemed leaders of the Chicago Black Panther Party, Fred Hampton and Mark Clark, were viciously assassinated in their sleep during a police raid. According to the Panther Party's attorney, and in total, 28 Black Panthers had been killed by the end of the 1960s, and many other key members of the Black Panther Party were either in jail or forced to leave the United States to avoid arrest. After Black Panther Party's founder Huey Newton's bogus manslaughter conviction was reversed in 1970, Huey called for developing survival programs in black communities to build support for the Black Panther Party. These programs provided free breakfast for children, established free medical clinics, helped the homeless find housing, and gave away free clothing and food. 
This attempt to shift the party's direction did not prevent further external attacks by local police, the CIA, the FBI, along with mounting internal leadership conflicts, led to the party's decline as a political force for black Americans. After the departure of founders Huey Newton and Bobby Seale, the party's new leader, Elaine Brown, continued to emphasize community service programs. These programs were frequently organized and run by black women, who were a majority in the party by the mid-1970s. The Panthers were no longer a political force and were systematically destroyed by the United States government by end of the 1970s. Here is an audio clip of Black Panther founder Bobby Seale explaining the Black Panther Party 10-point program. When we first organized the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense, he would say, Bobby, he says, we're going to draw up a basic platform, just basic, that black people can read. He says, we don't want to go real elaborate with all these essays and dissertations and all this stuff because the brother gonna look at that and he can say man i ain't got time for that i gotta go see what i can do for myself it's just a basic platform that the mothers who struggle hard to raise us that the fathers who worked hard that the young brothers in school who come out of school semi-literate you say we want freedom we want power to determine the destiny of our black community full employment for our people number three we want housing fit decent housing fit for shelter of human beings. Number four, we want all black men to be exempt from military service. Number five, we want decent education for our black people in our community that teaches us the true nature of this decadent racist society and to teach black people and our young black brothers and sisters their place in the society because if they don't know their place in society and in the world, they can't relate to anything else. Number six, we want an end to the robbery by the white racist businessman of black people and black people in their, in their community. Number seven, we want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people. be released because they have not had a fair trial because they've been tried by all white juries and that's just like being tried in Germany being a Jew. Number eight, we want black people, number nine, when brought to trial to be tried by members of their peers. And a peer being one who comes from the same economic, social, religious, historical, and racial background. If the United States government and the courts and the local courts did this, they would have to choose black people from the black community to sit up on the jury. They'd have to choose some of the mothers who've been working 20 years in Miss Ann's kitchen scrubbing floors like my mother had done. They have to choose some of them hard-working fathers. They have to choose some of those brothers who stand on the block out there wondering where they're going to get a gig. They're going to have to choose these black people. And number 10, he would say, let's just summarize it. We want housing, we want clothing, we want education, we want justice, and we want peace. This is a basic platform. In case you never knew it or not, of all the things that you've heard in the press, 
of all the derogatory statements that's been made in the press about Brother Huey P. Newton, and I, of all these derogatory statements to guide you away from seeing this basic platform that Huey was talking about for his own people. We have to learn to look through the white press. We have to learn to see what's going on. Now, out of this platform, Huey P. Newton realized that it was necessary for us to start working on these points, these 10 points practically. Remember number seven? We want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people. This is very, very important. And here, whether you know it or not, is where you start dealing with the black revolution. When Huey says every black man put a shotgun in your home, and once we let the man know, say, look, we armed from block to block, and we're gonna patrol you from our windows. And we're not gonna have you brutalizing none of our people in the streets. Do you realize what kind of power black people have then? Because you begin to neutralize that police force, because them cops gonna start riding shaky and scared. In fact, we're in a position then to demand that they withdraw from our community because they occupy our community just like a foreign troop occupies territory. Very important to understand. We hate cops beating black people over their heads and murdering them. That's what we hate. Brothers in jail, off the pig. The pigs are born to catch hell, off the pig. No more brothers If you got enough energy to sit down and hate a white person just because of the color of his skin, you waste a lot of energy. You better take that same energy and put it in some motion out there and start dealing with those oppressive conditions and you're going to find out just what you hate and what you're going to stop. Brothers in jail, off the pig. The pigs are born to catch hell, off the pig. Racism. You dig it? When you stop racism, you stop brutality and murder of black people by the racist occupying army in our black community. That's what we're going to stop. What's being done to us? You dig it? Can you dig the white power structure and this racist police force and how they've escalated the situation? That before Watts, there was 1,300 cops. Now there's 6,000 cops patrolling black people. That in Oakland, they had 350 cops. Just three and a half years ago, now they got a thousand cops patrolling black people. San Francisco's double its police force, and every area, major, major metropolis where black people live all across this country, they've double, triple, and quadruple their police force, equipped them with tanks, all kinds. Uh-uh, we got to stop it, brother. Let's get together and unify. Thank you for listening to this episode of Black News Unfiltered. You can listen to more episodes of this podcast on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, or at blacknewsunfiltered.com. This has been a Studio One podcast production. Coming in hot.